All right, Mr. Brito, welcome to the High Vibration Hustle podcast, sir. Thank you. Thank How you. are you? Oh, you know, just just enjoying the elements, my friend. <laughs> okay, he, he doesn't really talk like that. <laughs> this fucking Canadian guy, um, dude, right, long time friend, long time friend, uh, recent client. Fucking, dude, I thought you were late because you're dyeing your hair blonde, bro. I'm dyeing my hair whatever color I want to dye my hair, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting for you to go Marshall Mathers on me, dude. Whatever. Every man. other day, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, yo, having you on the podcast for the first time, um, you're so, just such a lovable guy. Um, tell people, man, tell, tell people a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, and uh, we'll get into it. You want my story or just what I do currently or what? Yeah, just a little. little, little give us the one minute. Uh, grew up in a small town. Didn't fit in. Moved to Edmonton, the bigger city, quote unquote. Fucking did engineering. Hated it. Dropped out. Became a hippie. Studied business for like three years. And then uh, tried to start a dating coaching company. I was like 21. Didn't work. Went and did sales for five years. Crushed it. Started earning six figures um managed did the whole thing and then i was like fuck it dude let's let's go back into coaching and because it's what i love and and um you know i'm super super passionate about it and i i you know hit this point where i mean fuck dude i, I can get on the phone with somebody for 30 40 minutes and just completely make these massive shifts in people's lives and it's it uh it's really fulfilling so yolo and I'm so glad to hear you say YOLO, man. You're, you're one of the guys that, like, when you came to me, man, I was just like, this guy is too talented to not be coaching. Like, I was like, this guy, like, fucking crazy. Like, you know, like, um, you know, a lot of what you do, right, and a lot of what entrepreneurship is, man, is overcoming, you know, our inner resistance so that we can even attempt to do the thing. Like, it's almost like before you go do the thing on the outside, you got to go do the thing on the inside. What is that? Yeah, how, do you, how do you talk to your clients about that? Yeah, I was, I, I'm, I'm such a fan of worst case scenarios. Like, I know for me, it was, it was like, I mean, fuck, I watched uh, Tim Ferriss talk about this on his TED Talk. But it's like, it's like fear setting. The idea of like looking at what's the worst possible case scenario if you do the thing that you're thinking about. And dude, I mean, there's, there's fuck, there's so many like, there's so many things. I mean, if you think about something more than three times, you should probably fucking do it. If you, you know, and then you I don't look know at about okay. that, but no, I'm kidding. Well, I don't know, man. If it's something you're thinking about over and over and over again, you should really seriously consider like, Hey, why am I thinking about this thing over and over and over again? Sure. Absolutely. dude. Um, <laughs> then, then it's just a matter of like, Hey, what's, what's the worst case scenario. I'm super fond of looking at the worst case scenario. So it's like, Hey, I want to quit my job and start a business or, Hey, I want to, uh, I want to go travel here. I want to do like go back to university or I want to start like podcasting or whatever it is. Or I want to, I want to go ask this girl out. It's like, well, what's the worst case scenario of the thing that like, what's the worst possible case scenario? And that if you can, it's super interesting, you know, it just clicked in my brain, dude. It's like, that's literally exactly what we did before we get in a trade. Yeah. Same exact fucking thing. Like what, what's the worst that could fucking happen? And the cool thing is this, is if you can get, in, if you can really get in touch with the worst case scenario, typically you'll realize a couple of things. A, it's probably not that bad. B, you can probably get back to exactly where you were. C, it's like, it just, it, 
once you once you realize it's like dude it's i mean fuck i'm good you know and then, and then on the other hand you look at okay well what if i don't do this mm-hmm. you know what if i don't do this what's fast forward five years cost? what if i don't do this yeah what's the opportunity cost yeah that's literally so we like straight up that is the actual fucking definition of predefining your risk in trading so, yep. you, so you help your clients predefine their risk going into uh unknown situation yeah man it's i mean like whatever whatever it is for for a client man it's like what's what's the worst fucking case scenario that can happen dude and and sometimes Sometimes it just, I mean, fuck, I had a guy that was wanting to get involved with like BAs and a couple different businesses for years. And I was like, dude, what, the, like, what the fuck? And we got on, we got on a couple calls and he pulled the trigger on a couple different things. And we just had a call the other day and he's like, dude, I, like, I never would have done any of this shit if, if we hadn't like talked through this and, and like, like it's simple shit, you know, simple shit. You know what, man? Like that bro is the like the hidden benefit of the mentor is they give you the courage to do the things that either maybe you're one do and don't have the courage to, but more often they'll give you the courage to go do some shit you never even thought of. <laughs> that's where shit gets really cool and fun. Yeah, that's fucking fair, dude. That's really fucking fair. Like, bro, I mean, were we, were we not negotiating a $900,000 deal together? Yeah. Yeah. Never would have thought of that. It's funny. Cause my brain still isn't wrapped around. Like my brain's still kind of set for like a hundred thousand dollars, you know, as, as like, that's what I earn in a year. And I'm sitting here and like, don't even say that. Just like my brain just spazzed out right there. Like, like, like what, what I'm saying is this is just like, that's, that's what I've been used to, you know? And, and so now it's like, now I'm like having to recalibrate my mind and be like, okay, how the fuck do I earn more? Like, how do I earn $50,000 a month in my fucking head? You know, cause you're, you're sitting here and like, dude, charge more. And I'm like, like what? <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, so like, just I just hammered weird, out my, my fucking, my 10 K package with my mar- part of my marketing team yesterday. And they're like, yo, you, it's actually that thing that I told you. I told them that we had a two hour fucking talk about it. And we're the, the, the thing where we combined the two things. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So that I, I, I don't even, I don't even, bro, I'm on fumes today, my guy, and, and everybody listening. I, <laughs> for the record, I am on fumes. I've been going so ham in the paint, dude, this, this week, which, which is great. Like this, that, that's the plan. I, this is, it, this is 100% intentional. I wouldn't want it any other way. And I'm going to continue to grind it out uh, I, till tomorrow. And then I'm going to sleep like a baby this weekend because I work my ass off. It's better than yeah. I love that, man. I think, um, dude, I think there's something like something that's really been kind of going in my head just in terms of like work and, and like, I think, I think consistency and routine is so fucking important, man. Like, you know, I, I just got up and traveled and I, I mean, I came back to Edmonton and you know, all of a sudden I'm like, fuck, I just uprooted my life for the 50th time in the last year. Mm-hmm. And then I'm getting here and I'm like, okay, dude, like first thing is just like selling a goddamn routine, you know? And like, I think like that's, that's dude, I'm, I'm so, I mean, the traveling thing is great. And I, at the same time, like there's something about being in a spot for a little while and just being able to get up and have do the same fucking thing every day and just like work your ass off and then rest on Sunday, man. Fuck it. Dude, that's what I love about trading is it's the same thing at the same time, five days a week, no matter where you are. Right. So it's, you're starting, you're starting your day with a habit. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Still waiting for you to teach me that shit, bro. <laughs> I know. That was what you originally, you were like, you were like, I want to learn day trading. And I was like, I like, I knew your mindset going and I was like, this is not going to go well. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. And then I guess you, you, did you, did we, did we get you on real estate first or was it uh, the coaching first? Coaching first and real estate. Coaching first. That's right. Yeah. You went out and did, uh, so, so, so you signed up with me. We, we bust out. So I, I just, I, I basically diagnosed like where you were and bro, we literally, I think we had like, was it one conversation and you came back with clients? Yeah, I think so. Cause I like, we usually, I meet with everybody like once a week, about a week apart and dude, like, like you immediately, you, cause I, I do, I just, that's what, that, it drove me insane that you weren't doing it because you were, I could just see it in you. And I was like, if you just do like this, this, and this, you're going to do it. And then you went out and how much did you make in your first month? Well, it's almost close to 20,000. It wasn't quite 20,000, like 18 or 17 or something. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, so, and that's due to a combination of things that, right. I mean, like, like, if you just knew those things, you would make $20,000 a month <laughs> and you fucking did. And it just fucking, it's the, it, it fucking makes me want to fucking do this, bro. <laughs> well, I think, I think it was, I think it was like, again, going back to that courage thing, man, like it, it, realistically, like I think coaching is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And I just yeah. you know, had to have somebody fucking take my hand and be like, okay, Michael, here's the, th you do, do the thing. You yep. just call some people. Yep. <laughs> it's like, fuck. And you, I, I remember, yeah, I remember you, you called me back. Like, I don't know. I think it was maybe on our next call. And you were like, yeah, dude, I, I just need then that. You're like, I just needed that. And I was like, I get it, man. I get it a thousand percent. I, I don't know why the human brain is like that, man. But I, I really do believe that's a function of the human condition. That's not a like willpower thing. I don't believe. I don't know. Man. Life is so strange. <laughs> it's so strange i don't know how uh you know. dude I, I think i think what it is man i was i was listening to uh alex becker uh 10 pillars of wealth mm -hmm. and uh, i think the final pillar is like get 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 in the community of people who are doing this shit you want to do and I've, I've been so like i was so indoctrinated in alarms for so fucking long and i just like in my head it was like dude that was that was the the only like I was just almost like brainwashed where it was like that was the only thing you know there's just alarms and nothing else and, um, you know, like it was, it was, it was kind of shitty cause I was going year after year. Like I bought this fucking super expensive car. Actually, like fucking, I don't know if you, are you doing video and audio? Oh, yeah, yeah, let's see it. Yeah, let's see it. Fucking yeah. like that bad guy right there. <laughs> you know, so it spent 50, 60 grand on this fucking car. Fucking and it's idiot. like, yeah, whatever, man. But it's like, you know, so, so I, I go make six figures. I travel all over the fucking world. I'd spend, you know, 15 grand a year on this car or something. And then like, I'd come back and I'd be like, fuck, I have no money. And then I, you know, I wouldn't have another skill set, So I'd go and sell alarms again for four or five months. Jesus. And then like, you know, so it's just a cycle. Um, and then I also like, I don't know. I had this other thing where I just couldn't trust myself with money. I felt like I had to spend every fucking penny. Oh, but, uh, it makes sense. I think, okay. okay. It makes sense. I think the thing, dude, I think the thing is like, again, who you surround yourself with, man, it's so huge. Cause like, I just, I was just in this circle of people who were doing alarms and I didn't have people around me who were doing other shit. And then when I started going to like different events, like I went to, you know, the Derek Moneyberg one, I went to see Elliot Hulse. And that was when I really started like networking and meeting other people who were doing different shit. 
And then all of a sudden, like, I was just looking, 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 fucking eventually got on the phone with you. Cause I was like, I'm like, dude, I, I need something else. And you're doing this day trading shit. And then you're, it was, I don't know. It just clicks, man. Yo, let's talk about that for a second. Like how small somebody's life actually is. Like you were traveling and everything too, but like, you didn't realize, you know, you were stuck in this little, like you probably thought, right? Like I catch myself thinking stuff like you don't realize what you're thinking when you're thinking it. If that makes any sense. It's like, you're all indoctrinated in alarms and you obviously know you're indoctrinated in alarms, but it's not really until you try to, you know, shift that perspective, right? You know, the chains of habit are too strong to break until, you know, you go to, you know, free yourself. And you went to change your perspective and you, you know, you felt that pull, you know, that pull, that pull back to our past that we all feel every time we go to make change, it's there. The comfort well, of the past. Yeah. And, and I really do. I think, I think social circles are like gravity fields more than anything. And I, I've started to think of it that way. Cause like lots of times people will go to make a change and that's, that's, I mean, my favorite blogger, Steve Pavlina talked about this. I talk about this fucking blogger all the time, but he's, I've read him for seven goddamn years. And he has this, he has this thing where it's like, you know, often people try and take, make change, but what they don't realize is that it's usually their social circle that's holding them to where they're at. So they'll go and make change and then they'll try and like take off or get out of orbit. And then all of a sudden it's like the gravity fucking pulls them back. So the easiest way to make change is go find people who are already doing the type of shit that you want to do. Go make friends with them, you know, pay fucking pay people if you have to. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, this, the change just kind of happens. Let's take it a level deeper, man, is like, I have found the, for me, the fastest way to like evolve and change is to like, just like be on my own shit, like be like my own, like an individualist. I'm trying like, there's an analogy in high school, like, like kind of like the loner in high school that just kind of like floats between groups Mm -hmm. where you're kind of like that to where I never actually get stuck in any one ideology. So that way I can just freely move about everything combined it all up, you know, take the best from everything. And so that way I just don't get stuck in those gravity fuels, man, until you want to, right? It, and that's, that's what you're talking about is when you go make the conscious decision, right? Like you made the conscious decision to write, come work with me, right? We made the conscious decision to go to, you know, the events we've been to together in Vegas and New York, right? So like, it's a crazy thing. Life is crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, and it's, dude, the, the funny thing too, I mean, even you talked about like, being kind of the floater and the, you know, if I look at, if I look at like, you know, even, even like, I've always kind of been that guy who's just kind of been off by, on my own, you know, like I've, I've, I've always, you know, kind of just been the, like, even like I never fit in high school, like at all, man, like Fucking at all, at all. You know? at all. And, um, and then it was funny because like that kind of, that kind of, that kind of attitude, like lone wolf attitude, you know, kind of spilt over everything else. So even in alarms, like I was constantly going to different events, like exploring different types of personal development and, you know, whatever. And I think the funny thing is, I think what one of the things that allowed me to be successful in alarms is because my reference group was like, you know, I was, I was going to hang out with people in like fucking, you know, uh, Justin, Justin Saunders. I was going to hang out with him and this guy like hanging out in his fucking mansion where his roommates are doing like hundreds of thousands of dollars a fucking month in income. And I'm just sitting here like, Oh, and I can't do a hundred thousand dollars selling alarms in fucking four months. Like what the fuck? Like, you know, so, so, you know, people around me in alarms, in the alarm circle would look up to me and they're like, Oh, you're so great. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm shit, man, compared to some of these other people. So it's just, you know, again, frames of reference, social, like reference group, like who, who do you, who do you look up to when you, or when you, when you compare yourself, you know, who are you comparing yourself to? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. I found one thing that I heard 
so interesting at a conference I was at because um, you know, we all have, we all made our fuck ups, right? Two things, two things. At nobody at the top, nobody that's actually successful doesn't have any embarrassing, heart-wrenching failures <laughs> along the way. Every single person does. And that was very, very awesome for me, for me to hear from, you know, such a, you know, high-level person saying it. And um, the next thing he says, he told us a story about how – so I don't know if you've ever been to Vegas. I know you, well, I know you've been to Vegas. But, the, you know, outside the wind, right next to the Trump Hotel, there's this – big ass fucking just like empty lot it's just like fenced off it's like look at this fucking it's just like, a, like a parking lot like old construction site basically and they told us this story right of how these two dudes that uh i think they had like hotels in in like saudi arabia or something and they go to put together this billion dollar deal that we're gonna do like a casino right it's, it's literally in between encore win and trump hotel big mm-hmm. parking lot and they do this billion dollar deal and somehow or another they managed to fuck up a a billion like they like fucking it, all of it like gone like it the whole like they lost not to, not, not 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 like they lost the deal they lost a billion dollars on the deal. I, like, I remember, like, that was the whole point of the story. And I was over here thinking about, like, my fuck-ups. And I was like, <laughs> I was just, like, fucking dumbfounded, dude. And, you know, and it was, again, you know, it was about, you know, don't fuck with shit you don't understand. Yeah. You know, it's yep. a very fine line in, in trial and error, right? The name of the game, right? You got to. You got to take enough risk to, to learn what you need to learn, but not so much that you ever get taken out of the game, right? No one trade should ever make you or break you or you know, whatever analogy in whatever industry. But, yeah. I remember Grant Cardone was talking about that. He went and paid some dude like a million bucks or something to spend a day with him. And uh, uh, yeah, he was like, Rob he's Grant talking Cardone. about, he's like. How much was, but it, was like, it was more than a million dollars. It was like six or like nine. It was like $5 million. He just lost $5 million. And he's like, yeah, huh. you know, yeah, <laughs> I, like, remember hey, look, I just lost $5 million today. <laughs> like, <fuck. laughs> right. And that's why you can't, you know, you just can't, man, you know, I mean, we talk about this almost every day. Like you can't get attached to the money, right? Trading is not about the money. It's about winning. <laughs> like it's actually about winning and like accomplishing what a good trade is. It's not, the money, right? It's not how much weight you lift. It's right. Can you do it with good form? You know? And, and again, man, like I remember, right. That was, that was 10 X in Vegas, dude, right before the world shut down. You remember that dude? We were in Vegas, dude, with like, what was it? Like 30,000 or 10,000. Some people from all over the world in one giant fucking room listening to old uncle G fucking go off, dude. And then we get back home I made it back to Vegas one more time a week later, and literally, like, when I got back, dude, it was shut down. It was right then, dude. Yeah, fucking, yeah, it's funny, man. I didn't, like, dude, it's, I mean, I don't, I don't know, like, obviously, I haven't looked at all the facts, but it just, it seems like it's, like, I don't know, like, a, nobody's actually dying from this shit, dude, like, I don't, I don't fucking no, know. No, I mean, cars kill more people, heart disease kills more people. You know, my stepdad works for the CDC. You know, he's worked for the CDC since I was like 
in sixth grade, dude. And I asked him about it when I was in Gainesville um, in February. And I was like, no, January. It was January. And I had just moved to Gainesville, be in town for my family. And I was like, should I be worried about this? I was like, do I need to be worried about this? Right? I'm asking my stepdad, do I need to be worried about this? He's like, he literally like chuckles and laughs. He goes, oh, no. He's like, you're going to be fine. He was like, he literally, like, he's like, you're going to be fine. He's a molecular virologist, all right? This man teaches the doctors, okay? They, they, he's, they've written books about this dude. If you go read the book, Who's Who? It's called Who's Who? And like, it's like, who's fucking who in the world, bro? This dude's in that book, all right? Like, he wrote an entire book about SV40. He was like, we've known about this forever, and this is nothing new. And uh, he didn't say it like that, right? He was being a fucking asshole. But he, he was just like, you know, we've known about this forever. He was, and so what him and his team have done since is, um, and he, dude, he's in New York Times on this shit. He's in, like, literally, like, my mom sent me an article of him in New York Times, and she was like, they're mosquitoing him again. What does mosquitoing mean? But fucking him and his partners built a uh, an air a virus. I don't even know how to fucking properly say it, but it's a virus air detection system in the fucking air. So basically, like you put one of these machines is like in the corner of a room, circulates the air, and it can tell you what viruses are in the fucking air. And they have a apparently they have a patent on it and all kinds of shit, right? But so I was like, oh, shit, man. So pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I saw some. I saw some fucking shit Joe Rogan posted today, and they're they're like releasing a quarter, three quarters of a mil, no, three quarters of a billion genetically engineered mosquitoes into Florida. You see that shit? No. <laughs> they have genetically engineered mosquitoes they're releasing into Florida that are they're they're the male mosquitoes, so apparently they don't like fucking bite human beings or whatever, but they're designed to kill off like a certain strand of mosquitoes that carry a lot of disease and shit. And it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right, sure, dude. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Yeah, man. I, uh, well, you know, that's what Becker's gearing up to do. Hyros is just his stepping stone to a, uh, basically uh like CRISPR ai and then there's two other industries that are the same industries that basically like coal and other four were in the past and how they're going to explode in, in the same way and he's going to build a company around that which i mean, cryogenetics or some shit and i found that very fucking fast right bro we are going to see the weirdest shit in our lifetime like if we actually live for the next 50 years bro you know how fucking weird it's going to be? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and think about that, man. Like, you know, I'm 26. You're 26 or 5. Are you 5? 27. 27. Yeah, 27. I'm going to be 27 in November. You know, just call it 25, you know. Bro, we got at least, like, two full fucking – two full adult life. Bro, the, uh, the first 25 we were in, we were fucking retard kids till basically now. <laughs> like, you know, like, we, it, it, it's – we got, like, bro, anybody that says life is short can fucking eat my ass, bro. Like, it's not. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, well, it, like, it's kind of like you said, dude. I feel like it's the first year where I'm like, okay, I kind of, like, I kind of feel like I get in a sense of this fucking thing, you know? Like, 
Like I'm like uh, for the first twenty fucking five years of my life, I was just running around like with my fucking balls hanging out and like just fucking like <laughs> like whatever, you know. And now I'm like, okay, I think I think like I think I got it like Dip your pants up, Mikey. I, I think I get it, you know. <laughs> Dick in your pants, bud. Fucking goes fucking work, dude. <laughs> I complete a thousand, bro. I like if I, I I am I don't even know if I should have that fucking podcast of me and Christian up on his his shit because I'm like <laughs> I couldn't believe some of the things I was saying. I hadn't told that story in years, bro. Like, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my this. God. <laughs> Give me the clip notes, man. What'd you do? You just, oh, man. You get naughty. You, you got to go listen to that one. Go watch it. Yeah, so, but anyway, man. You just, you, you, you change. You grow, man. Like. And, and that is the, the weird part. The weirdest part to me about, about most things for a long time was the fact, right? Because you come up in the education system, right? Like, it's like, like, educa- I mean, you know, in America, which you know. Which is like the stupidest. I mean, just- yeah, it, which is like, it, it, like purposefully, intentionally, horribly fucking designed. Uh, it, I mean, even all the way down to like, Bitch, we know young adults, young kids are not supposed to wake up early ass in the fucking morning, dude. They are supposed to sleep their fucking ass off all day, bro. Like, it is, like, it's, it's so bad. Like, they've done, yeah, they've done the studies. And that's what fucks me up. It's like, we know all these fucking things, right? And it's just, you know what I mean? And then before you know it, you're talking about the lizard people, man. And fucking, it just gets so weird, dude. And then... You know, you, you just kind of operate what, what, within your bubble, dude. You operate within your bubble, and you kind of just go, you know what? Fuck all that shit. I'm just gonna like, let's just get rich. That'll fix everything. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Yo, what's this lizard people, man? You keep talking about these things. Oh, the fuck are the lizard it's people? It's a fucking show. I don't. I don't like. Bro, look, you smoke enough DMT, all right, and nothing sounds too weird. Like, <laughs> fucking, there's that is is kind of what I mean when I say that. But um, bro, you know. did you know? Did you know the the fucking what's it? What is it? The the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, or some shit. You can as it's actually a real religion, and you can actually wear like a a colander, a strainer thing on your head to take your like fo- like your picture for your photo, like your driver's license. Mm-hmm. Like, or your, like, passport photo, because it's a religious item. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, I, I heard of a religion where it, it's, like, it's, like, some kind of type of shaman religion is, like, recognized. And you, if you're a part of this religion, you, it's recognized by the federal government, and they give you a fucking license. Like, you have a card, and you're just allowed to have, like, any, like, ritualistic m- medicine you know, you, you fucking want, I, mean, I, you know, I never joined the church, but you know, I, I don't know if church. that's a real thing or not. I never <laughs> looked it up. Never, never bothered. I, di- I didn't need to join the church. Yeah. yeah. Didn't need to join the church to join the church, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. <clears throat> what else, man? What else? What should we, what do, what do we want to end it on for the people here? 
A big thing I've been learning to do kind of more recently is, is uh, sit with emotions at like a higher level. So I think, you know, we kind of had to talk about this yesterday, but like I was kind of having a little freak out and uh, you know, I was like, Jesus called, you got on the phone with you and you're, you just like, you know, fucking four minute conversation. I'm like, okay, I'm good. You know, but uh, <laughs> like here, here's a therapist. But like, I don't know, man, like, uh, you know, th- that, that really clicked for me today where it's like, dude, when I'm freaking out, it's like, just chill the fuck out for like an hour, go watch a movie or some shit, and then you'll be okay again, you know? And um, I think that was, uh, like, especially as an entrepreneur, man, I, I like, you go through so many fucking, like, when your income's not guaranteed, you go through so many up and downs, you know, and, and that's kind of the joy of it, you know, it's, it's like a roller coaster, but you, you know, over time, you just, you know, if you freak out, like, okay, cool freaking out right now go chill out yeah that's something i've i've, I've really learned this year from mikhail dog like he uh you know it's like you, you wake up as an entrepreneur and, and every day you're just kind of like i hope i do good today like, ah, <laughs> like you know like that's what it's like as an entrepreneur you're just like i hope i do good you know and, and then something fucking explodes and you're, you get your face blown off and you're like oh I think I learned something. <laughs> That's what it's like, man. And then, you know, so it's it's critical, critical as an entrepreneur to just not take your emotions too serious. And because uh, I, you know, I came from the same kind of place as you, man. Like, nah, dude. Like, I, I take my I take my emotions seriously. I take my 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 intuitions. Like, they're 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 telling me things. They're or intuitions. I, I have to listen to my fucking emotions. Like I really fucking operated like that for a long time, dude. And, uh, you know, then, you know, the, the fool's gold analogy of, you know, the emotions are, are not, you know, the, the emotions are fool's gold. It, that, that's not even what you actually want. It, that's not what will actually fulfill you as a person. And, um, and then also, right. The, the cake analogy, you know, like the, the money, the, the, the success, the whatever is it, just like eating cake. You know, it's like, man, that was good. You know, you make a billion dollars, right? Man, that was a good cake, right? And then you just kind of, you're still here. <laughs> you're still here, right? So. Well, that was, like, that was like buying my car, man. I was like the happiest person in the world for the first three days. And then by the second week, I was like depressed. Because I'm like, wait, wasn't this supposed to make me happy? Like, what the fuck, man? It's a nasty thing that, uh even if you know it to not be true, it's just so accepted in society and just it, the, the, the hedonistic, you know, hamster wheel and diminishing returns on hedonism are scary. Right? Like if you, if you don't know going in that the fame, the money, the girls, the shows, the, the everything, the, all of it won't fulfill you. And that's what you're after. <laughs> it's it's going to be a long road for you, bud. Like, you better get it from in here. And well, that's where that's really where it becomes about the process, man. And like, not even the pro, like, it, it just it's a game after a while. You know, so it's like, let's get to the next level of the game. Okay, you know, earned a hundred thousand. Let's see if we can earn a fucking half a million or a million, you know? Okay, cool. Earned a million. I mean, then you're looking at some Alex Becker shit and it's like, hey, let's see if we can earn a hundred million, you know? Like, 
it's, it's exactly that, a game of how to manipulate yourself into doing those things, right? Like it, this is all the way back full circle to getting, you know, removing the, the inner resistance and even being able to get yourself into motion to start and, and, you know, having it in here before you go do it out there. Yep. Yep. And do, okay. do, really, I mean, what are they, uh, fucking every Napoleon Hill, fucking every motherfucker like that is like, you know, what, you, what, or Napoleon, yeah, what, what you see and believe you can achieve or something like that, you know, and it, it's totally <laughs> true. It's fucking true. It is, it's so corny, but it's so true. It's so true. Whether you want it to be or not, it's still true. That's the great thing about science. Whether you believe in it or not, it is still true. <laughs> yeah, fuck, man. Let's end it, buddy. That was fucking fire. I'm going to go like take a little five-minute trap nap. I got to onboard an intern here in about 14 minutes. And, um, you know, book your next call, dog. And um, let's keep the clients coming. And um, let's keep working on building your buyer's list so we can, you know, when you do get a deal in a contract, tell it that yeah, day. Yeah, you got to uh... I'll book a call. We'll get some real estate stuff going here. Awesome, man. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Where can the people find you? Uh, Michael Brito on Instagram. I'm I C H A E L then B R I D E A U. Uh, probably the best place to find me on Instagram. Excellent. All right, man. Catch y'all later. Peace. Okay, peace.